wonder... So thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman under the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Okay, so we're on Blog Talk, but we're not on Periscope. We're having a little bit of a difficulty getting our guests online. So we have a choice. We could end this episode on Blog Talk and we could come back later and upload the audio after we get him on Periscope and rip the audio from there. Or we could just have him call in and go late on Periscope and uh, all that. What do you What do you think? Because he's here in the thing, but I can't see his video now. Oh, wait, there you are. And I don't hear any audio. It is fact, but audio is not there. Hmm. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm okay with killing blog talk. It's no big deal because there's usually nobody listening on blog talk. They're all on Periscope. But if we're going to do Periscope, if we can get Larry's voice, then that would work. Yeah. So shall I end this blog talk episode? Um, I, yeah, I, I think it would work. Right. Or you could just keep it running and then, um, we could, in the event that anybody does listen, you know, <laughs> listen to this. do it behind the scenes. Yeah. We could just restart everything. Um, this is probably really frustrating you, huh? You want to go, grr, don't you? Arr. This is like totally like irritating because you're frozen okay so uh so what do you think well if i if i give you a picture of larry then you can just do it on the phone but he's frozen so yeah i was gonna i was thinking about snagging a screenshot but this Mm. is not a good one No, this wouldn't be a good one (laughs) oh that's funny okay well um hmm yeah well, he's frozen, so uh, he's calling me up. Okay, hold on a minute. Okay. Hello? I can hear you now, yes. Can we just do an audio? I mean, that's fine. Slap my face up later or something on the screen, and, but do the audio because we're not getting anywhere with this, honestly. But I'm, I'm fine with the audio. That's okay. Okay. All right. Um. Okay, so let me give you the number then. Um, oh, can he use, no, he can't do that. Can't do what? I was going to say he could use the audio on Zoom, but he can't because that's the problem. Yeah, so just the blog talk switchboard is fine. Okay. So, yeah, so what we're going to do is we're just going to have you call our blog talk radio number, and we'll use that. Okay? So let me give you the number. All right. Ready? It's uh, 714- 714- 202 Yep, 9923. 9923, okay, I'm hanging up, here we go. Uh, okay, um, all right, okay. <laughs> Did you, you didn't kill the episode, did you? No, it's still right. Okay, good. All right, so everybody, this is one of the, see, we'll redo the intro. That's yeah. all we got to do, so that's no big deal. We'll get Larry on. This is usually all the stuff that happens in production rooms people don't know about. Um, did you name the Periscope show yet? Yes, I did. Should I rename it? 
No. But let me get you a picture of Larry. Um, I was just going to screenshot one of them on his website. So do I need to be in Zoom then? No, we don't need to be in Zoom at all. All right, then I'm going to end my meeting here. That sounds good. Because we don't need to be using this bandwidth. All right, let me go ahead and let's see. I'm really surprised that, uh, yeah, anyway, that's all right. Is he online yet? Yes, yes, he's there. There he's there. Okay, bring him online so just make sure we can hear him. Okay. I'm on. All right. I am on. I am on. I'm, can you hear me? Hello, hello, hello. Yes, we, hello? We, can, we can hear you. Okay. All right. Ah! So basically, okay. what we're gonna do is we're gonna I'm gonna grab an image of you off from the internet, Z, because we need one to put up for a uh, for a Periscope, and then. Uh, that's a good, nice, handsome picture. And then people will watch me and they'll see your picture. All right. Okay. I'm just going to send great. that to Randall right now. Um, and and then we'll do a roll-in. You're going to hear our, our audio intro again. And um, and then what I was going to tell you is we have to introduce, we have to thank our sponsors, Ariel Ministries. Uh, we'll do that. And then once we do that, then we'll have you you come on. So it'll probably be about five or six minutes or so before you actually come on. Okay. Once we actually okay. officially right. start. Right. Well, I'll, I'll, are we going to go the hour? Well, we'll go what fifty minutes then, or what? Um, yeah, or I can. Ex- I mean, I can extend the show to make it a whole hour, but but I think we're only five minutes late, so we can do the whole thing if you want. Okay. You'll, you, well, you'll hear the you'll hear the countdown in the you'll hear the, the blog talk voice near the end of the show. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to take my cues from you. Just you go do your thing, whatever. And when you're ready, just <laughs> plug me in and I'm ready to go. Okay. Baba, well, thank you. By your spirit. Jeez. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. thank you for, um, uh, for trying. Yeah. yeah. We should, we should probably it's set this up okay. before. Yeah. All right. Whatever. It's all right. <laughs> I'm, this this is this is a daily occurrence, so it's not a big deal to me at this point. <laughs> okay. All right, well, the blog the blog talk audience isn't going to hear the intro again, but they're not. But Periscope will, but I will. Uh, will uh, I not? I won't. You won't. Okay. I'll I'll cue you in. Um, can I play music or something then? I guess you can, since you're not doing. All right. So, um, ooh, I know. How about, uh, yeah. Hold on a minute. On-air production. Wait. Okay, because I like... Okay, how about we play part of Steve Taylor's songs, Whatever Happened to Sin. That actually works really good. You, you probably remember that song from, from a long time ago. I probably do. I know Steve. I mean, I've met him and talked to him, so... Oh, cool. All right, and Bareface, that's Randall. He's going he's gonna to mute you, so just so you know, you won't be able to... Be heard. That's fine. For now. Okay. All right. Let me get this queued up, Bareface, and then All right. uh, we'll go ahead and make sure that uh, Tony Robbins um, ad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can we hear that? Okay. Ready? All right. You want to go live on Periscope? Yeah. Should we just start with the intro or? Do you, want, you mean the intro or? The, the actual intro. Uh, yeah, that'd be good. And then I'll go into the music. We'll be fine. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. Quiet on the set.
edition of Bible News Radio. As you know, I'm your sweet and lovable host, Stacey Lynn Harp. And that is actually Steve Taylor's song from many, many, many gazillions of years ago, way back when I was in high school still, uh, called Whatever Happened to Sin. And I always think it's appropriate to play this because, um, well, because we live in a world where good is called evil and evil is called good. In the world. Bitter is called sweet, and sweet is called bitter. Isaiah 520 says something like that. And um, anyway, and so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about that today with my sweet and lovable guest. Um, I want to let you know we we were having some technical difficulties. That's kind of why we're late, just so you know. But this is Bible News Radio, where you can expect that. Expect the unexpected. All right. So anyway, uh, let me thank our sponsors first. Uh, and welcome everybody in Periscope. Thank you guys for coming in. Those of you who are, who are listening to the archive on Blog Talk Radio, I want to thank all of you also. I know there's lots of you that tune in there to the archive. Some of you email me at 12 o'clock at night and say you just listen to my show. A couple of you tell me you listen to me and I put you to sleep. And I, Is that a compliment, really? <laughs> uh, anyway, um, <clears throat> Anyway, and those of you who are in Periscope, yes, yesterday they did release that whole super heart thing, uh, and we're going to talk about that later, probably later today, maybe, in our evening scope, but the conversation that we have today is going to be super cool, because the guy we have is super cool, but let me thank Ariel Ministries first. They uh, they are the ministry of Dr. Arnold Fruchtenbaum. A messianic Jewish ministry that helps to evangelize the Jews and disciple Gentile believers alike. When you go to ariel.org, you can use the coupon code Bible News and you can save 20% on anything in the store. And right now we're recommending uh, their messianic series, uh, which is a seven volume series of David L. Cooper's historic uh, commentary on, uh, on, on the well, on numerous aspects of scripture, this is a bundle that costs $32 for seven books, you guys. This is a steal. No kidding. And uh, y- you can use the, the coupon code Bible News and save 20%, which drops it down to like $25 and some change. Uh, and it's really cool. So you guys should get that. That will help support Bible News Radio. And it will give you some good biblical 
theology info on the Bible, which is what we all need. Um, and also, don't forget, you can become a pillar of our community. What do pillars do? They hold, you know, they hold up the people who are doing the work. They hold up buildings, right? You know, and, and pillar, look, you guys can support us by praying for us. That's first and foremost. That's, I think, the most important thing. The second thing you can do is donate to us at BibleNewsRadio.com forward slash. And for $25 or more a month, you can become a pillar of the community. We'll put you into our behind-the-scenes Facebook group where we actually provide a lot of interesting stuff uh, you you get access to. Um, and or if you don't want to become a pillar yet, then you can just donate anyway, you know, however much you'd like to give because we love you and you love us. And that's a way you can tell us that. Okay, I think that's it, right? We don't have any other. Um, we don't have it. Oh, and I, I should say the trolls that are coming in, like sex underscore with underscore children, just came in, and then there's this anal rapes baby. They like to come in a lot. Uh, those are bots, you guys, that can't be blocked. But do me a favor when the sex trolls decide to come in, um, just just report them, and then you won't see their comments and all that because I believe the devil wants to do everything that he can to disrupt this show because we're biblical and, and we're out there trying to share the gospel of Jesus with people. And that's why I love my guest because that's what he has done for like my whole life. He's super old. Well, comparatively to me, he's, he's, well, maybe he's old enough to be my dad actually, but who isn't right? I mean, seriously, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> uh, anyway, Hopefully he has a sense of humor. Uh, let's see here. All right. Let me tell you who my guest is. This guy is, uh, his name is Larry Tomzak. That's right. There's a Z in his name. And no, there's a C that's silent. It's kind of a tricky name to say. Anyway, he's the best-selling author of nine books, including a quarter million bestseller with 43 years of trusted ministry experience. See right there. I'm only 48. So he's been doing this like my whole life. Okay, he's a cultural commentator whose weekly articles appear on sites reaching 26 million people monthly. Uh, he's a public policy advisor with Liberty Council Legal Defense Organization and a 40-year board member of Intercessors for America National Prayer Ministry. He's ministered internationally. He's spoken to numerous NFL and NBA, NBA teams, been married for 40 years, um, Doris is his wife. They have four children who are all grown. They got grandchildren. Um, and you know what? His bio is like three pages long, so I can't read the whole thing. But the, what we're going to talk about today with Larry is his book, Bullseye, and the video companion 30 video series that you can actually watch on the internet. So um, it's called Bullseye Becoming an Informed Influencer in Today's Changing Culture. When I saw this, I was like, I totally got to get Larry on the show. And he was so nice that he actually said he would come on. So, Larry, hey, welcome to our show. I'm glad that you're here. And, um, and you rock, just so you know. Well, well, it is great. I mean it. We had, it was like birthing a little baby here. For those of you that are with us today, plugged in, tell people right there, say, hey, come here, let's listen in, let's get on this thing, because we, we've got some very interesting things to discuss and we want to be biblically informed. We want to have a biblical worldview on the issues of today. And, you know, Stacy, I know on your broadcast you have it and you hear it and you say it. 
We're living in perilous times, turbulence, division, confusion, lawlessness, disruption. People say we're, this has never been more divided, you know, as a nation since the Civil War and dishonest media. You don't know what you can believe anymore. And it's just that's the negative. But the positive is, you know, Stacy and every one of you that are with us today, God is doing some wonderful things. Now, the media, you're not going to see it on Fox or cable. I mean, you might. But you know what? I can tell you this. I live an hour from Manchester, Tennessee. We just finished Bonnaroo. Here's the uh, festival with 65,000 people. It's packaged like it's some kind of family camping music festival. But you got, unfortunately, drugs and drunkenness and homosexuality and nudity and profanity and all that. But you got top name acts. Bono was there and Paul McCartney's been there and Bob Dylan and Bruce Springsteen and Beastie Boy and all this. But you know what? Some people run from this. They say, get away from that. And I want to tell you, we just finished it up. 400 people, Christians, volunteered as servants to go. We didn't go into the camp. We set up tents outside. And all these creative evangelistic opportunities for people, they saw tents with banners that said, dream interpretation and father's blessing and face painting and prophetic music. And they heard music, and as they're entering into Bonnaroo and paying hundreds of dollars, they're kind of curious, coming over. And as a result of that, listen to this, 750 conversions, 750 people came to faith in Jesus Christ. Think of how many hundreds or thousands had seeds planted, didn't know what was going on, but they wandered in. And all of a sudden, like one little girl says, Daddy, can I get my face painted? And he says, sure, let's do it. And they do it, and then she says, Daddy, you do it, you do it. And all of a sudden, you know, he's kind of grumpy and irritable. No, and she says, please, please. okay. So he sits down, and the lady that's ministering to him, she's putting a little stripe on him, and she says, God sees you as a good father. And a Mm. tear comes down his cheek. And next thing you know, she says to him, listen to this, you're not a quitter, and God does not want you to quit. And the man begins to cry. This is fact, folks. This is not some fantasy here. Starts to cry. The daughter says, Daddy, Daddy, what's wrong? And, and he, he says, I'm all right, I'm right. And he whispers to the lady that was doing the face pain. He said, he said, I'm going to tell you this. He said, I came here. This was going to be my last day with my family. I was leaving them tomorrow, and I would never see them again. But I am not doing it. I've been affected, and I'm going to care for them. Folks, that's the, the power of the gospel and that's why I want to encourage us as we go, Stacey, in the broadcast today. When I say bullseye, come on, we got to hit the mark in this generation. We can't run away. A lot of negative, but God's moving. He's moving in gay pride festivals that are going on all this month all over the country. He's moving in Washington. You have nine cabinet members that are meeting every single week for Bible study and prayer. They're going through the Sermon on the Mount. That's including, get yeah, Vice President Pence. You've got uh, Jeff Sessions. You've got Ben Con- These guys are meeting weekly, Betsy DeVos. And so these are things that we need to say, wow, there is a lot of evil, but God's doing something. And Stacey, I'm I'm telling you, I honor you and thank you, Randall, all of you. I want to just simply today make uh, available to all those that are with us a, a resource. And it's endorsed by the senior leaders, Michael W. Smith and Bill Johnson and Dr. George Grant, Michael Brown, you know, James Gall. Dr. Cheon, Pastor Jack Cave, I can go on and on. And they all say, take the bullseye challenge so you're a part of the good as salt and light today. And you're an informed influencer. 
You're communicating with confidence. You're winsome. You're charitable. You present things in a cogent way as people are deceived by same-sex marriage and transgenderism and Islam and, you know, immigration and gay Christians. Can you, is there such a thing? And capital punishment and suicide. People, you know, are talking. These are the issues. So we isolated them. We said, what are the 30 hot-button issues? And then we said, now let's come up with a strategy God gave. Take 15 minutes a day for 30 days. That's all you got to do, and be salt and light. You say, well, what do you do? Well, basically, you immediately, I'll tell you, you click on, it's free, immediately. You go to bullseyechallenge.com, bullseyechallenge.com, just run it through, click. All of a sudden, there will be 30 compelling, and it's three minutes, videos. You watch one on the topic, abortion, three minutes. Then you get the book right on the site there. It's called Bullseye, just Amazon. Click, you get it. You'll have it at your home in a couple of days. And you use that for 10 minutes, read the chapter, and then take two minutes to pray. 15 minutes, 30 days. And I promise you, you will not be afraid or ashamed ever again to address these controversial issues of our day. It's a tool. It's a resource. And God doesn't want you and I muzzled. He wants us communicating, connecting, caring, but we can't be ignorant. And I'm going to put it back to you in a second and say, but you know what? Biblically, when people say, well, wait, is this all biblical? Folks, you know what it tells us in 1 Peter 3? It says, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have, but do it with gentleness and respect. So we want to be civil in a very uncivil world. And then the other verse, and this is the key one, and then Stacy Wade in, in Colossians, listen to this. Here's instruction, apostolic directive for you and me. Here it is. I'll say it slowly. Scripture says to us, pray that I may proclaim God's word clearly as I should. Be wise in the way you relate towards unbelievers, towards outsiders. Make the most, Scripture says, of every opportunity. Seize it. Let your conversation always be full of grace, seasoned with salt, and listen to this, so that you may know how to answer everyone. So that you may know how to answer everyone. And I tell you, if I was there, honestly, I'd say, please, I beseech, I implore you, God's equipping his church as an army as well as a family so that we make a mark. And as Dr. Michael Brown, who's a dear friend, he says, look, he says it clear. He says, you take 15 minutes for 30 days, you'll hit the mark on the controversial issues of today. So, Stacey, I know that's a long opening, but right off Bonnaroo, man, it was what an experience. And imagine if we just said, let's head for the hill. Let's get the heaven out of here. We don't want to go near this thing. No, people's lives transformed, people redeemed, families saved, rescued from peril. And now churches are taking this tool. And like our church, we went through it as a church. Bible studies, youth leaders, they, they love it. They say, that's great. We showed a little video. And then we talk about capital punishment. Or we talk about atheism. Okay. Or we talk about, um, you know. I, so I need to interrupt because we're, ha- we're having a hard time hearing you, Larry. Um, I don't know if you're have a finger over the volume on your speaker or anything because most people can't hear you very good and I have we we've messed with our volume on this side to try to get you as loud as possible so are you 
Are you holding right, the phone? Let me ask up? you this. Can you hear me? Can you hear I, me now? I'm not going to move. I'm going to be a statue. Can you hear me? Oh, I can, no, I can hear you. It's just that I can't hear you really super loud. <laughs> okay. I have the volume up. Um, volume is up. Let me check. I'm not going to move. I'm going to be Mr. Stiff here. I'm not going to okay, move well, as long as you can hear me if I'm okay. How does it sound? Yeah. How does it sound to everybody Hello. there? Cause, um, put a one if you can hear them okay because, yeah, because it could – it. They're saying it seems like it's mute, it's muted. It's like going in and out. And I don't know. I mean, I have our our mixer all the way full blast to uh, to hear you. Well, yeah. <laughs> all right. Let me tell you this. Here I am. And let me just talk without budging. I'm going to be Mr. Stiff. I'll be a Never be afraid or ashamed to address the issues of today as you share the gospel. The gospel. Did that come out clear? <laughs> yes. I think Randall just figured something out. We, we can make it better. All right. Okay, I'm not going to move. I'll be the monument, the statue here, but I'll keep. Okay. Uh, we'll keep talking. But I hope the bulk of that got through. <laughs> yeah, it, it did. Yeah, everybody's saying that's better. Okay, that's good, Bareface. Okay. All right. Cool. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So and it, where we ended, you know, where we just ended, Stacy, and to each one of you here, I hope you you heard. God's giving you a tool. He's giving you a yeah. resource. He's giving you an opportunity with a series of videos. 30 of them that are three minutes, immediately, free. You don't have to pay $5, registrate, nothing. It's right there, bullseyechallenge.com, bullseyechallenge.com. Go straight to, and whammo, there's the book. Get the book, and for 30 days, you'll come out on the other side confident and charitable in your approach to people and changing lives. I'm excited about it because the leaders are saying, we got a resource. People aren't going to be, you know what? It's sad to say this, but it's a fact. Barna Research, and they do national studies, 90% of adult conservative Christians want to be equipped on the issues of today. You, you Google Barna Research, and you'll see this, 90%. But guess what? Only 10% of pastors in America will step up to the plate and say they'll address the issues. And you know why? Because the two reasons Barna identified, pastors can be afraid of losing members, and number two, afraid of losing money. If we talk about abortion, or if we mention <laughs> lesbian, homosexual, no, people will run, or somebody may have had an abortion, they'll never come back, we'll lose their tithe. We've got to say no more. It's a Bonhoeffer, cowardly, you know, a cowardice, come on, got to be slayed moment. And we've got to speak the truth on issues and we've got to equip people. And I'm not condemning a pastor. Pastor, you're listening now. You're a youth leader. I've been in ministry next month, 45 years. I've planted churches. I'm a pastor. I'm not boasting. So I know the perils. I know what it's like that people say we're leaving the church. Well, why? Well, we don't think you should be talking about homosexuality. We don't think you need to get into these areas. This is politics. And I say, no, it's morality. This is marriage. This is biblical marriage. These are babies who are losing their lives. Well, we don't want to get into that because some people see it a little different. They don't like Trump. They loved Hillary. They don't think Planned Parenthood is that bad. They help with – and if we don't know how to respond, and I just say, you're a youth leader, a pastor – Come on, let's get, throw off anything that holds you back and lovingly equip the saints for ministry. 
So what do you think, Stacey? You got anything to add to this? We want revival and an awakening, but we got to get on board together. Well, I I agree. You know, my um my radio mentor is down at Parcel. Um, you oh. know, I I I spent um approximately 18 years listening to Janet. Um, I consider her my spiritual mother because she she actually nurtured me and um you know, and helped me out during a really rough time. But but listening to her for three hours a day when she was doing Janet Parsons America and now she's over at Moody Radio, um, you know, she's the one that actually taught me cultural apologetics. And this is basically what you're actually saying, you know, is that that the church needs to know, you know, how to engage the culture for Christ. But if you don't have the shepherd doing that because they're afraid that they're they're going to be losing money or whatever. And look, I'm going to, I'll be honest, right? Here's the thing. I've, you know, me and Randall are Bible news radio. That's it. Uh, we, we barely bring in enough money, honestly, to pay the basic expenses of my internet. A true story, right? I mean, we have, <laughs> we, we have a pillar of the community uh, membership. We have seven people that donate to us regularly. Um, and, and I'm very blessed because those seven people uh, actually believe enough in what we do to do that. But I can also tell you that we've lost business because we talk about the gay agenda and we've lost business from Christians because they don't want to be associated with it. So it's like, and yet, Larry, this is the thing that blows me away. You know, all your, all your friends, you know, Matt Barber and Peter LaBarbera and, you know, all the, you know, Janice Krauss and Charlotte, Charmaine Yost, who's now in the White House, you know, all these different people, you know, we've stood together doing, you know, exposing the evil, but offering the hope of Christ. I mean, yesterday I had on a guy, Jonathan Doherty, uh, who has a ministry called Be Broken, uh, Be Broken Ministries, who, you know, who shared his story on the 700 Club about how, you know, pornography almost destroyed his, well, it did essentially destroyed his life, but we were talking about, you ready? Masturbation. I actually brought masturbation yeah. up on this show. Can you believe it? And this, and I saw your book and I was like, oh my gosh, you actually list this on the back as a hot topic because there's, you know, there's issues that the church won't talk about. I'm a retired marriage and family therapist. I chose not to get licensed because of the gay agenda, because I wasn't going to tell a homosexual who wanted help, they couldn't get it, and that Christ couldn't heal them. Um, you know, I just wasn't going to do it. So, um, but you know what? What you're saying, 750 conversions at that one event, I can tell you in the last couple of years we've been doing this, I've seen a couple of people come to Christ as a result of Bible News Radio being on the air. So to me, that's worth a million more. You know, it's worth a gazillion more than, you know, getting rich. You know what I mean? Stacey, I appreciate your heart. We have the same DNA, and I hope each one of you that are with us today listening, and I mean it, come on, call call that guy over there, the Bible study, your friend, you know, uh, your, your, your whatever, whoever, your children, and we've got to take a stand because all of us, if you, you're in a crowd and you say, how many of you, when you hear the stories of past awakenings, the first great awakening in America in the 1700s, and you tell the stories of what happened, massive conversions and people, families restored and the cleansing of society, how many of you want that today? Oh, yeah. How many want what the second great awakening? And you lay that out. You say, how about what was taking place with the Jesus movement? And how about the Welsh revival and the Pentecostal movement? And uh, you lay this out, and people are salivating. Yes, yes, yes. But then you say, but 
how many of you are willing to realize that before revival, which means to revive, come back to life, there's going to have to be cleansing, repentance. Yeah. If you're listening now and you say, oh, yeah, I had surgery. You know, they just don't wheel you into the emergency room and say, well, let's go. We've got to remove that blank or do whatever. You've got to be cleansed and washed. And I had a friend that opened our surgery. They shaved his whole body. There wasn't even a hair on this guy except maybe his eyebrows and hair. But you get cleansed. And so that's why Jesus, Paul, Peter, what's the message? New Testament, repent and believe the gospel. We want to turn around. Our Nashville Predators almost made it to get this Stanley Cup coveted prize. Well, there's been a turnaround because they made choices, and they were difficult. And people have to do that. And if we say we want to experience a move of God, then we're going to have to turn away from those things that hinder that move for the Holy Spirit. And so I know what it is to pay a price. I can tell you this, and pastors, can they have their right. I was part of a church, and they have every right to do this. I just disagree. I had voter guides during election, and I said, let's put these out that show objectively where the two candidates stand that are running for president. And the church said, no, we don't want, it. We don't want that on the table. And I said, well, it's just objective. It, it has their exact quotes. Abortion. This one is supportive. Planned Parenthood. This. No, we don't want that. Well, Folks, we're, we're asking for revival You say, well, look at some of the big churches I know, thank God But also look at some of those churches At the message, some of the churches A wishy-washy, kind of silly Come to Jesus, you want to see your mom in heaven He loves you We don't talk about sin Even as you play that song We don't get into this kind of stuff We just want to encourage everybody We want people to be happy We're doing a 15-part series on how to be happy then we're going to follow that up with, you know, uh, radiant marriage. And that's good. It is good. But, folks, if that's a cover so we don't address these issues, then we're not doing what Paul said. He said, I did not shrink back from declaring the whole counsel of God. And we are, uh, we are shortchanging and not equipping people. And then it shouldn't surprise us when you sometimes see something or a, there's a college debate or maybe something on TV – and you see the articulate nature of this guy. There's Bill Maher. There's this liberal leftist you know, singer, actor. They're gathering 100,000 on the mall, and they're screaming, blow up the White House and kill Trump and assassinate and abortion the woman's right and, and everything. And we say, where's the Christian response? And that's you and me. We're called, Jesus right. said if salt loses its savor, come on, it's no good. It's to be thrown out. So I'm not – Berating. I don't I want anybody to feel I'm coming against you. I'm trying to encourage all of us that the church must rise up. We've got to throw off that which hinders us, and we need to be equipped. And I, I tell you, I, people say, well, are you pushing a product? No, no. I'm trying to make available a playbook. It's a resource to supply you with what you need so you can effectively and winsomely and confidently engage with people, make a difference, and transform lives through the gospel and the truth of God's word. It's exciting. I tell you, I love this 
And I'm, you, you know, you say, Larry, you sound excited about it. I'm passionate about it because I don't want to be embarrassed anymore. I don't want to see pro-abortionists steamroll over three precious young girls that are high school students that are saying, well, a baby should be saved. And the lady said, well, no, wait a minute. Planned Parenthood does this and that. And you got to remember this. And, and all of a sudden the three girls sheepishly pull away and 18 onlookers say, yeah, they didn't know what to say, but boy, that girl was sure articulate from Planned Parenthood. <laughs> I think she's mm-hmm. right. No, and babies die. Come on, it's seventy-eight yeah. million, uh, or wait, no, fifty-eight million, fifty-nine million. I mean, it, Lord help us. So it's a great day to be alive. It's an exciting day. I just got back from Cleveland, Ohio. That was my birthplace. I I went to cities a few years ago with uh, Liberty Council. We went to thirty-one cities talking to pastors and doing this thing. We're saying, come on, come out of the cave, get equipped, throw off any cowardice, say, God, I repent. I am so sorry. I've left my first love. I'm swept up with church growth techniques that just talk about how to get the crowds in by giving prizes and offering money and watering down a message. My God, I repent. And it doesn't mean we're fighting fundies. And I can tell you this, Stacy and each one of you engaged this coming week, I'll be going, we're, what's happening in this? Well, it's time for the gay pride event. I've been to 15 of these, and I'm not saying you're a young person, go. I'm not saying that you're a new believer, go. But if you have a level of maturity and you do it in teamwork and there's a blessing and covering from leadership and you're prayed up, I go and I distribute my testimony track. I engage people. I love them. I don't condemn and I make connections, and I'll say, well, good talking to you, Jim. So this is your first time here from Utah. You came all across, and, and what was it again that led you here? Well, I don't have anybody. I'm looking for some identity. I think I'm gay. And you say, well, read this, and then you share with them. But you know what? Last year when I left the, the grounds, there was a guy, I'm not kidding you, he had a bullhorn, he was on a soapbox, and he was screaming at the gays and lesbians that were gathered there, and I am not kidding you. He was saying, Homosexuality is an abomination. You're listening to me now. Laugh at me, but you're going to hell. Every one of you, you're going to burn for all eternity. You deserve this. If you don't get on your face, and it was just speaking the truth in love. Well, there was a measure of truth, but there was such a lack of the love of God that these people were yelling F words and profanities. And I told, I went up to the man as I left the park and I said, sir, I'm a Christian. And I showed him, I have a little tattoo on my forearm, says Jesus. I said, this year will be my 49th birthday in Christ. And I said at the time, 44 years in ministry. And I just want to say this. I, I know you're zealous, and I appreciate your boldness. But I beg you, please, you've got to exhibit the love of God. You can't just condemn and yell. And he didn't want anything to do. I don't care what you say. I have my method. I have my way. And that's what turns people off. And so... This is why with Bullseye, we're saying, hit the mark, be winsome. And, you know, when you mentioned your mentor, well, for me, I thank God, Billy Graham and Chuck Colson. These two men helped me so much. And now I just want to turn around and help everyone. And if so, if you're a mother, you're a, a grandparent today, you're, you're an educator, you're a politician, you're, you're a pastor, youth leader, you're an administrator. You say, well, Larry, I need tools. Well, come on, man. Go on your internet. Just go to bullseyechallenge.com. That's it. Straight to bullseyechallenge.com. There's the video. 
there's the book, get it. And you're going to see the first one there. You may be shocked at this, but you'll see what's Ellen DeGeneres doing on there? Isn't she a yeah. kind of a comedian? I was just going to well, mention yeah. that because, because people don't yeah. know that you, you wrote an article and Ellen DeGeneres, who is a, a lesbian, yeah. everybody knows this. Um, she actually called you out on her show and you actually responded to it. So tell everybody about that. Cause right. I think that was very cool. Yeah. And I think that's probably your longest video. I think it was like almost 14 minutes. Um, yeah. So yeah. Tell everybody yeah. about that. The, 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 I love sure. Ellen. I think the, she's hilarious, the, but I just, uh, well, well, I can tell you, uh, those of you, as you'll go, don't go now, but wait, and then go to bullseyechallenge.com, and you'll see there's an introductory video. That's why it's longer. The others are like three minutes. But this yeah. one gets you going. It tells what's the strategy, what I'm telling you now. But you'll see Ellen, baby, my buddy, there she is. And somebody a few years ago says, they, te- they texted me or emailed me. They said, Larry, did you know Ellen DeGeneres blasted you on her te- television show? And I thought they were joking. And my wife and I were at the kitchen table, and I said, wait a minute. And I checked it out. I thought, oh, my heavens, there it is on YouTube. And she came out, and what she did is, because I write for Charisma News, I write for Barbed Wire, I write for WND, and places like this, the commentaries go out across the nation to help people. And so she got hold of the one that I said there's an avalanche of gay propaganda that's influencing our families today. Oh, she didn't like that. And so she parodied and laughed and made fun. She distorted. She told untruths. And I listened, and I I talked to Dr. Michael Brown, my buddy, and I said, I feel I need to do a video response. So I prepared, and I did. And then I want you to know that went forth across the airways. And also Anderson Cooper, who is a gay man, and he's in a gay relationship as a homosexual, he did the same thing. I think we've got that maybe, or you can Google that. And Anderson comes after me, and I don't react. I try to respond in love, but you'll see my response to Ellen there, and that is an example for all of you engage with us and with us now. That is like a model, just like you go to Costco and you say, I like to go there, man. They give you a little bit of cheeseburger. They give you a little pizza bit. They give you a little bit of salmon. They give you a little candy. Well, what is that? It's, it's to get you to, to buy the product. And in a sense, I'm not pushing this for money. I want to get this in your hands. You watch that and see, did I come at her in an uncivil, rude, ungodly way, or did nope. I respond in a charitable way? You watch it, and if you say, yeah, you know, Larry, I have to admit, I wish I could do that. Well, you can. You, you may not get called out by Ellen Baby and Anderson Baby and the gang, but you will be in your neighborhood. You'll be at the pool. You're going to be at the mall. You'll be at the supermarket. You'll be in your summer school class. You'll be on vacation, and you may be sitting there, and all of a sudden you're talking, a friend, a person, who knows, and the conversation gravitates to immigration and Trump and transgender and same-sex marriage and atheism or divorce and immigration, suicide, gay Christian sexting, death with dignity, abortion. I mean, these are the issues. And you don't argue, but just like I did with Ellen, you can do that. It's fun. I talked to a guy at the mall yesterday. He is a, a flaming, bleeding heart leftist liberal. I'm not kidding. He is a socialist. He believes in socialism, but he is my buddy. 
and I talk to him. And I'm not even going to get into the content, but I stop. I talk to him. I say, well, you and I. And he says, I'm a Christian. And he does. And I say, well, then we can agree we're to be salt. That's right. Jesus said we're the light of the world. And I'll say, well, now tell me, like, what did you think with uh, Kathy Griffin holding up a, a head, uh, you know, of, of our president and this Central Park play that has the assassination or Snoop Dogg with killing the president? Or you hear these comments from Hollywood actors and celebrities, and they say burn the White House and all this stuff. What do you make of that? And you'd be amazed how they rationalize it. Oh, it's all Saturday Night Live. It's just joke. Nobody means it. It's all there. They're just having a little fun. But boy, if they had done that with Obama, oh, hate speech, arrest him. Oh, I know. Throw him in jail, pull him off. And so, you know what? I listen to him and I let him talk. I don't interrupt him. But then I'll say, well, you know, Joe, that's not his name. I'll say, well, Joe, you know what? I hear your heart and I understand where you're coming from. I think I do. Now, here's what I'd like to offer you. Can I just share this? You mentioned XYZ. And you know what, Joe? And then I share this. And I, I honestly, and I try. Now you say, well, Larry, are you convincing him? I believe the Holy Spirit is convicting him. You say, well, Larry, are you wise and intellectual and you really know how to debate the way a Jay Sekulow as an attorney would do? And no, I'm not at that level. But I can get people to question and think and be critical in their thinking, and, and I introduce doubt. And that's what you'll see. You'll say, like immigration, people say, open borders. Come on, man, that's a, this is a compassionate nation. I mean, we have pastors and sanctuary cities. We've got to open the doors. That's what America's all about. Well, folks, my dad was an immigrant from Poland. But you know what? He came, and I say, I believe in immigration. I really do. But right immigration lawful immigration and when we look at europe and the terrorism what's happened and we look at 9-11 what happens here and you know what we better be careful because of terrorism but also we can overload the system and endanger our national security and so you can say things to people and say i believe in immigration joe but we got to bring them in correctly, don't we? Well, they want to come. They, 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 that's what America – well, now, Joe, do you know there's a seven-point plan that our government has and we're disregarding? Well, legalize marijuana. That's the best thing for people. I mean, I believe it. it well, tell me why, Joe. Well, because people are free. It's life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's what this is about. Well, you know, Joe, pursuit of happiness didn't mean unbridled liberty to – um, be promiscuous, kill people. That's not what freedom is. It's the power to do the right thing. And that's what our founding fathers knew. They had consciences, and it was a Judeo-Christian base. Well, I don't believe that. I think if you want to, you know, have heroin, why not? Well, let me ask you this, Joe. Do you have any children? Oh, yeah, I got four. I got seven grandchildren. Joe, let me ask you this. Do you want somebody getting in the van, young kids, 19, 20, smoking dope, getting high, they don't even know what they're doing, and then getting in their car, laughing up a storm, and then plowing into your grandchildren as they're going home from the pool. No, I, I don't want that. I don't think people should be doing that. Well, wait, don't you – do you understand? See, those are the ways we've got to get at people, and we've got to help them. Well, a woman has a right to her own body. I believe – you know, I, I may not like abortion, and I, I don't I – don't, I'm surprised. You say 59 million, only 58 million are killed, but, I mean, a woman has a right. And I say, well, excuse me, let me ask you this. Like, you know, an actress, uh, the Clooney's, they just had um, twins, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Beyonce? Yeah, they just had twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, what was being said for six, eight months? Oh, Beyonce's going to have twins. George Clooney and his wife, Woo! wait till we see these babies. They're beautiful. She's got a baby bump. You can see it already. Why do we say baby bump if we're saying it's just tissue? Well, I, I, I don't I, – I, I, well, what do you mean? Well, it's a separate human being, separate heart, DNA. Well, you were like that once. Don't you think we should try to promote adoption and help a single mom that maybe is struggling like this? And assist, and we're willing. I adopted my son's on his third adoption. Don't you think this is a good thing? Don't don't you think we should emphasize this? Well, I mean, Planned Parenthood—they're doing a great job. Well, uh, well, what do you mean? Well, they they provide the mammograms. They don't provide mammograms. Well, I I mean, well, what are they all about? Well, you know where the money comes from, and they're positioned in the inner cities. Their money's from abortion. That's where the money comes from. Well, I didn't know that. See, get people thinking. Bullseye. Hit the mark. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do it, the Bible says, with gentleness and respect. Stacey, this is fun. I'm being on, isn't it? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, you're making my life easy. I don't have to say much. So. <laughs> well, no. I'm sorry. I get so excited about this and... When I travel and I talk with people and somebody comes up to me and just says, thank you, or I get an email or somebody says, boy, this changes, or we're using it for our men's group. I mean, just in, in Cleveland, I was just with guys, and they're right there for their men's group. Uh, you know, here's your resource for the summer. Or, boy, our Bible study, we got a great group of people meeting our home, but we're always looking for some good resources, you know, good curriculum stuff to cover. I said, go through this, have a blast. Your youth group, yeah. well, we don't know what to do. We're going to have a big retreat with our youth. We've got 87 young people. They're middle, high school, and college. Is this appropriate? You bet. So it is. the best it's... ones living yeah. together. Somebody says, well, I don't know, Larry. you got to be careful you don't get into that. Well, you got 76% of millennials thinking living together, which is lifestyle fornication, that that's, that's fine, that's all good. We just had a race in Georgia. The guy, he's 30 years old, $31 million spent to try and get this guy. He didn't even live in the district where he, the Democrats wanted to put him in. And you know what? He's living with his girlfriend. He's in fornicate. What a witness and example for the whole uh, district. Yeah, just live with your girlfriend and fornicate. And, hey, is this okay? You ask young people in your youth group, and you'd be shocked how many, if you said, okay, three quick questions. Okay, how many of you think that football is an exciting sport. Yay, yeah, 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 yeah. How many of you think living together is the new norm in America? In other words, it's fine if a couple really loves each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's your kids. That's your yeah. group. That's and if we don't equip them, it's like we're sending them into the lion's den and then one day parents come to me, Larry, I don't know what to do. What? What's wrong? Can I talk please? Yes, yes, yes. Come on, sit down. What's up? What's up? I don't know. I'm crushed. <laughs> My daughter, she told me today she thinks she's a lesbian. She said, it's okay. Because at school they gave her all the stuff and, and their girlfriends. One of them says she's a lesbian. And Katy Perry with some of her songs and, and, and you know, some of the others that are bi, you know. And, 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 and I, I don't know what to think. And Miley Cyrus, you know, bisexual and all, whatever she's saying. And, and But what happened to my daughter? She's only 17. What happened to my son? He went to college. And now he's he's saying he's moving in with his girlfriend. He ha- he doesn't even want to listen. Did you prepare them? 
Are you staying proactive and taking – are you intentional? This is good, and I promise you, you watch these videos and you look at them. Honestly, you can screen it if you say, well, I got an 11-year-old. Well, you might think two or three. Maybe that's over their head. But you want to equip them, and then you know what you do? You take a little time and you say, no, Jim, okay, you're, you're 13 as a young son, and Mike, you're 15, and Marie, you're going to college next year. Let me ask you as we watch this video about transgender, that girl that shared from her heart and experience. Let's talk about it now. And then you, you draw them out. That's what educery education is. It's not stuff in. It's draw out. Marie, what did you think when she said that? Have you ever met anybody? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of girls I talk to like that. Parents, you, really, we got to get our head out of the sand if we're, if we're hiding. And, I'm, again, I'm challenging you. I, I throw my arms around you and hug you. I'm not condemning. I'm telling you, I've had to raise children. We've seen now the grandchildren. I've been in stadiums. I've been in uh, – folks, I'm just telling you, I've got the experience, and I'm drawing from that, and I'm now putting it in your lap. And saying, here's your gift, bullseyechallenge.com. There's your videos. Use them free. And then here, and you know what, Stacy? I'm the same way. I don't have a church salary. I don't have medical paid for by a church. I don't have, you know, privileges, self, uh, you know, credit card. Why? Because in me going this direction, it was a deal breaker. And, you know, it just was, we don't want that in our church. Okay. Yeah. I love you guys. But you know what? I got to trust God for people to help me. That's how I live. <laughs> My wife. <laughs> yep. But it's an adventure. Well, and, and you know, what's interesting, though, is, is that here, you know, we, we have just, just so you, you have an idea of, of how many people. We, we've, we have over 500 people who've come through our room right now. And almost every single person, in fact, every, every single person so far has completely agreed with you. And, you know, the funny thing is, you know, Bible News Radio, we talk about the Bible, we talk about the news, <laughs> we do it on internet media, um, and, you know, we talk about all the, the hot issues. I mean, you talk about social justice, gay marriage, gay marriage, uh, homosexuality, that whole issue is the number one issue people want me to talk about. That's that's wow. what gets people hooked on the show. Islam, we have wow. small teams come in all the time, talk about Islam. Uh, you talk about marijuana, AIDS, transgender, atheism. We talk about that a lot. Um, gay, Christ, gay Christians, you address that. Living together, divorce, sexting, capital punishment, pornography, abortion, you know, income inequality, adultery, like I said, immigration, masturbation, and the apocalypse, people. <laughs> yeah, the apocalypse is. Exactly, is actually put that, she, he puts that under masturbation. So, hmm, no. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make a yeah, joke there, there Larry, just so you know. There but you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we we have uh yeah we have just you know a lot of people and you know I know some of the people I have on you're considered controversial Kamal Salim's considered controversial, and it's kind of like whatever you know what you guys know the gospel you know Christ and you're not afraid to stand up for what's right and and unfortunately if ten if only ten percent of the people of the pastors in America are addressing these issues. It's no wonder you have people like Joel Osteen who are bringing in the crowds, you know, cause he calls himself a life coach. And I'm like, dude, if you're a life coach, go join Tony Robbins and his new age life coachery and become, you know, big with him and start letting people, you know, hear the gospel from the pulpit instead of being, uh, you know, 
the person that yeah. you, you are. And I know that's not nice to say to some people, but, you know, hello, people. You're biblically illiterate for a reason. It's because your pastor well, either is teaching you the Bible. Hmm? Go ahead. interesting when, you know, Joel, if you recall about a year and a half, suppose it two years back, all of a right. sudden a mayor is elected who is a lesbian in Houston. And who starts to subpoena sermons of pastors? It's in right. Houston. And you say, well, wait a minute, wait, should we, you know, you know, live the life, your best life now? And yeah, I agree. I love it. Joel says I'm an encourager. He is. He's a wonderful encourager. But you know, yeah, I had yeah. breakfast once or lunch with his dad. And I'll tell you, his dad, whoo, he was a fireball for Jesus, the gospel, the word of God. And Joel has an audience. I think like Cher, the actress, singer, she'll listen to him. She'll say, I like him. And a lot of people hear him. So I love Joel, and, and I just say this. Joel, if you're listening, I don't know, but anybody, I say the same thing. You're going to stand before God and give an account. And Paul said, I did not shrink back from declaring the whole counsel of God. I'm innocent of the blood of you all. Equip the saints for their ministry. And I say that with love to myself, and I say that to any person and any Christian. Be faithful. Be faithful to the word of God. And be loving and winsome and charitable. But please, pastors, you're a dad, you're listening, you're a single mom, you're a couple, you're a grandparent. This is going to help you. And this is summer. Folks, this is summer reading. People say, I'm looking for some books. I'm going to Barnes & Noble, Books a Million. i got to find something. Well, don't look for something necessary. I mean, have fun. Read about, you know, well, I like to read Star Wars. and And i got seven books on the origins of Star Wars and Okay, let's have fun with Star Wars and how to be a, you know, a funny person and six ways to win people. But how about take something that's going to feed your spirit and equip you for the work of the ministry? And I'll tell you, every one of you listening right now, I heard a man say once, he said, look, some of us, we like to buy the big books, but we read the small ones. This is small. This is easy, bite-sized. And you listening today, you'll be the same person One year from today, you'll be the same person you are today, except for basically two things. What feeds and teaches, what you read, what you listen, what that, and then the friends you keep. Those are the two things. So come on. This is our chance, and I love the opportunity. Stacy. thank you for letting me be with you on this program today. I'm enthusiastic because I believe in this. Well, you're welcome. I'm glad that you came on. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Can we stay on Periscope a couple minutes after? Okay. Yeah. All right. We're going to up on you, Larry, just so you know. And I'll talk, I'll call you after I'm off Periscope, all right? Okay. Okay. Thanks.